Hi, I'm Nancy. My story um, is about me being the parent of an abused child. And it's really important to me um, to get message out to parents, adults, carers um, about lots of things, actually. But first thing first, that if a person comes to you and tells you that they were abused as a child, believe them. First things first, believe that story because it is hugely unlikely to not be true. It's a massive thing, a hugely brave, brave thing for someone to finally speak those words and tell about what's happened to them. And, you know, sometimes that means that the words come out, information comes out very sporadically or not necessarily in order, doesn't necessarily have a timeline to it, or it might only be a little bit of information at first. And actually, those are all good reasons to believe it the more, because trauma doesn't work in a linear way in your brain. And when someone is so fearful to speak the words, it's not necessarily going to come out really coherently. Secondly, you know, when I was growing up, I was very aware that the people I should be afraid of are, you know, the strange man down the street that no one's really sussed out or the dirty old man, you know, stranger danger. Those were the messages. And what I didn't know, but I do know now, is that I think the statistic is something like 95% of people who abuse children are those that are known to the family, known to the child, respectful, seemingly, citizens. The sort of the last person you'd think of, you know? And that makes it incredibly difficult, mainly for the victim, because to speak up against somebody who feels so credible, who might be a really good friend or a family member and who you as a child might think well of course they're going to believe let's say him it is mostly hims over me you know makes it really really hard um, to say anything but also it sadly means there's lots of people who then won't believe the victim just to say if you are a victim I believe you and there are many, many people who will believe you. So when you meet that person who is unable to see the truth, know that they are not the only person you can tell your story to. There will be many people out there who will believe what you have to say. For our daughter, the perpetrator was a very, very good close family friend in fact he was married to one of my best friends and had been a very good friend of my husband's for years and years and thankfully though when my daughter was brave enough to tell us her story we did believe her uh, immediately and sadly then hindsight kicks in you know then you start going well hang on a second what 
when could this have happened? What could have happened? You start asking lots of questions. If you're wise, you start asking lots of questions. You don't you don't turn this story away. You start asking some questions. And, you know, there were little things. But they all started to add up. And I'll give you an example, because I think one of the things I really want to um, put out there to people who are looking after children and want to be wary of this stuff. You know, no, we all do, don't we? No one wants this to happen to our children. I mean, I just want to say, you know, this is something that, again, having my children, we have a loving family. We, Our kids were brought up in a loving family, both by me and my husband and by extended family and friends. You know, I would see our family, anybody locally would see our family as a very secure family unit. You know, it's easy to think this stuff happens in those troubled families, you know, where there's obvious issues, you know, where social services are aware. You know, that's where we sort of like to think it's happening, you know, because then we feel safer. But that's not the case. So, for example, we were on holiday with the perpetrator and his wife when our daughter was then three or four. And this guy, you know, if you met him, you'd like him. You would. I hate saying positive words about this man, but he comes across as charming, kind, friendly. You'd probably like him and think he was a nice man. And he was seemingly lovely with our children. That's what we thought. Um, and he'd offered this night on holiday to read the bedtime story to our daughter. You know, again, it's one of those things that I'm aware people might listen to this and go, oh, you stupid woman, what were you doing letting some man read your child a bedtime story? Just think of the people you know and trust and who you would just let your read your child a bedtime story. You know, I don't think we're really naive people. So I did go up to check. While the story was going on, I walked in, put my head in and they were lying on the bed together reading the story on top of the covers, just lying there reading the story. But it, it gave me a little feeling in my gut that wasn't nice and I felt uncomfortable. And actually what I thought was, you know, if this was my dad or my brother, they wouldn't lie on the bed with her. They'd sit on the chair to the side or they'd be sitting up. I didn't like the lying down bit. But I didn't know how to say it. And I also doubted myself. I did that thing where, and I think as a society, we all do this. We get this little, oh. And instead of going, I need to listen to that feeling. What we do is we go, oh, no. Gosh, you're not a very nice person. He's being so kind reading a story. He hasn't got any children. So he doesn't know that that doesn't feel really appropriate. Just, you know, just let this happen. He's being nice. You know, with hindsight, now, if I were in the same position, I would be saying, ah, sorry, would you mind sitting up? It's one of our boundaries. You know, we don't think it's a good idea for her to think it's OK to lie down with with an adult in the bed. But we don't, do we? We often don't do these things. We don't say these things because we're afraid that we're going to feel seem a little bit weird, that someone's going to think we're overprotective, that you know, oh, that's a bit odd. Why is she being funny with me? And actually, you know what? Now, I wouldn't give a damn if someone thinks that, if it protects my child. And much more important for 
boundaries to be vocalised, for the child to hear you vocalising that, for that person to hear you vocalising. Because if that person is a perpetrator, and I don't want to put the fear of God into everybody about every nice person you have in your life, but if that person has got ill intent and they hear you vocalising, sorry, we've got boundaries, this is our rules in our family, it actually is a deterrent. It is one little thing that makes them see you're watching. And I know this now. I didn't know it then. So I want to relay this to other people. I mean, this guy, another thing he did one time in front of me was say to our daughter, we were in the whole family was in the room and there's a lot of this that happens, the in plain sight stuff. Um, it's testing. It's testing you to see what you will, how you will react. So it's very easy to think, oh, you know, that person's doing sort of rough play with my child on the floor, but they're doing it in front of me. So it can't, it must be innocent. What they're doing is testing, you know, will mum say anything about me touching this child while I'm there? And if you don't say anything, um, that child has also got the message. Your mum thinks it's OK for that guy to, to do that with me. Um, he said to me one time, said to the daughter, her daughter, uh, let's that'll be our little secret I don't know what they've been talking about but he said very loudly that'll be our little secret and I said no 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 thank you uh we don't have secrets with adults and I said to him I'm sorry but that's something that child abusers say to children to which his reaction oh god oh, you know so again I want to show you I'm not somebody who wasn't completely like unaware of dangers or what being watchful and yet still this person got through and part of the reason our daughter couldn't speak up was that he had threatened her and that is very common because we think don't we that we'll see signs in our children or we'll see things um that'll make it obvious to us that something's happening that's what I always thought if there was something with my children I'd know uh, and trust me you probably wouldn't so it's for us as adults to set those really important boundaries um vocally in front of everybody to keep the children safe and also my message is to people who hear of someone accused of child abuse it's it's really difficult if you hear that about somebody that you know and trust that you think is a good person because if you are to let yourself believe that doesn't it sort of have a little effect on our ego and our sense of knowing how we assess people? Like, I can't have got that wrong because my judgment of people isn't off. It's a little bit of a, oh God, I wouldn't be duped. But trust me, these people are really good at that and they dupe everybody. And actually, I would say even more so if you hear that about someone, I think, nah you've got to start asking some questions about, well, hang on a second, let me think. Does this person actually spend a lot more time with children than they do with adults in this situation? Do they make excuses for one-on-one -on -one time with children? Are they sort of kind of too good to be true, these people? You know, he was. We went out for a girl's night. He'd be the one picking us up. Oh, we'll do all kinds of things to help. And I just thought, what a nice man, you know? 
we tragically lost our daughter to this and so I don't want anybody else in that situation I don't want other people with regrets of wishing they'd listened to those little little feelings that just make you go oh that set off something in me if it sets something off in you question it or at very least sort of put it in a mental notebook in your mind of well I'm going to watch that person because that person gave me that little feeling and I'm going to trust that in my gut you know trust yourself so I hope I haven't put the fear of God into you but what I do want to do is be real about who these people are and the fact that if someone comes to you and tells you they've been abused it is much more likely to be true than not and you need to support those people